I'm kidding. I muted myself intentionally. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, Self-deprecation, in my opinion, is one of the best forms of humor. What a difference a day makes. The Golden State Warriors, not even or barely 24 hours after, certainly one of the more pivotal moments in this franchise's recent history, possibly a turning point for this organization. And here, here we are just a day later. And not only do they win, oh, granted it was against the worst team in the NBA, but look. All 30 teams in the NBA have a buttload of talent. And a win's a win. And the win actually catapulted the Warriors in the standings. Because the Golden State Warriors aren't the only team struggling and having issues here in California. I'm going to discuss that and so much more. Happy Friday night. The Golden State Warriors are back in the win column. Moses Moody got in the game. Just that alone is bringing great vibes. Let's break it all down next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. You can follow me, Cyrus Sotsas, on threads at Dog Wild. Good evening, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, my buddy Larry Kruger will join the show next week instead. Uh, he is out to dinner with the family, as a lot of people do Friday night. He did say he could come on, but he wasn't able to watch the game, and I was not going to set him up for a night where he can't really talk about a post-game show of the game that we're covering. Uh, so regardless, I'm sorry you're stuck with me for another night solo, but look, we're not even, uh, we're barely a day after, you know, a, a wildly dramatic night and morning in in, in, in Golden State Warriors lore. Uh, you know, I decided not to host the show this afternoon to talk about Steve Kerr's comments, uh, to talk about Kaminga's comments, or maybe more specifically, um, just because look, if you watch this show, if you're a part of this program, if you're an everydayer, you found out about this a good 12 hours before everyone else did. I, I broke the news last night that Kaminga was pissed. He was not happy. Uh, he was animated in the locker room. And then we got the report this morning, uh, that Jonathan Kaminga does not have faith in his head coach, Steve Kerr, basically saying what I've been saying on this program for pretty much a year now, ever since, uh, we started seeing certain two-way players last year uh, crack the roster and the rotation. Certainly, that was when my eyes opened up a little bit. But look, just a day later, Kaminga gets 36 minutes. And interesting statistic, courtesy of Laura Britt. I checked this up. And Laura, by the way, you're kicking ass on NBC Sports Bay Area. Uh, bravo there. Uh, and, and and she said a stat in the postgame show highlighting the fact that Jonathan Kaminga when he plays 30 plus minutes, the Golden State Warriors are undefeated. True story. There's only been, I think, three or four of them. But still, 
That is a true fact. When Jonathan Kaminga plays, great things happen. You've been hearing that adage on this show pretty much the entire time I've been hosting this thing. Easy to forget, side note, that Kaminga was a part of that championship team. Him and Moses Moody were both rookies on that team. Kaminga started some games in those playoffs. So did Moses Moody. Um, so let's not forget that. I fully am aware he wasn't an important part of it. That's That goes without saying. But um, let's not forget that Kaminga has been with this thing for a little while now. And with his team, and he's now in year three along with Moody. Uh, not a big night for him offensively. In fact, the Warriors offense... Uh, struggled quite a bit against the Detroit Pistons team that is widely regarded as one of the worst in the NBA. They broke the record earlier this season for the longest losing streak in NBA history. So if the Warriors had ended up losing tonight to the Pistons, that would have been embarrassing. I don't know how. Yeah, so that, it's, it's a good thing that did not happen. The Pistons had a surge late in the game. They actually took a brief lead uh, late in the fourth quarter before Stephen Curry did what Stephen Curry does. Uh, Steph led all scores. Steph did have a very poor shooting night, though. I want to start there real fast. Um, he finished the game four of 12 from three, but I think he started the game one of nine, I believe. It's either one of nine or one of 10. Uh, and, and then thankfully in the fourth quarter, uh, the stats have not come in yet for fourth for uh, fourth quarter numbers, uh, courtesy of the NBA and their box scores that I normally love and rely on. They're lagging publishing that. Um, so I will read those fourth quarter numbers to you, but it's over it when I get that information, but Stephen Curry tonight, again, the leading score for the golden state warriors, 26 points. Um, he, he's already had 15, 30 point games this season, just misses that mark, uh, by four tonight, uh, was eight of nine from the free throw line, finished the game four of 12 from, from deep and side note, by the way, even though four of 12 by Steph standards, uh, doesn't sound great. It is. It does reach the Mendoza line for what you want for three-point shooting in the NBA. Four of 12 is 33%. And as uh, my my friend and colleague, Rick Barry, who I host the Rick Barry Show with, he's been echoing this sentiment for years. And I remember when I first heard it like 10 years ago, or I don't know when I heard it, but I, I remember thinking like, is that true? And, and immediately the math checked out. 33% uh, from two is the equivalent of 50%. Uh, let me start that over. 33% from three is the equivalent of 50% from two. So if you're a shooter in the NBA or really in, in any level of basketball, and you're, you're shooting the three-point uh, shot at a 33% or higher clip, you're doing a fine job. Now, you might be below the overall average in the NBA, but you're not hurting your team if that is your percentage. And Steph, despite starting this game going one for eight, one for nine uh, from deep, I forgot which one that was. It was one or the other. Finishes the game four of 12. Hits a few big threes late in the game. Shoots 33% from deep, which again, not good by his standards, but not bad either. 7-19 uh, of 19 from the field for Steph. Again, 26 points on the night. Six rebounds, four assists. And it, he did the, he handled post-game interview duties for the local uh, NBC Sports affiliate who covers the Golden State Warriors. And you could just read the body language. Uh, you could tell he has been part of the drama behind the scenes. I don't doubt for even a moment um, that this has all been wearing on him tremendously. You know, Steph, uh, one of his many routines is he usually has one of the video coordinators for the Golden State Warriors send him. I don't know if it's like an email or an SMS, how he gets it, but he gets sent to his phone um, all the important plays from that night's game. 
And Steph's normal routine is he'll he'll get on his phone at home usually, and he'll go through that film, and that's his film session before he does anything with the team. That's his routine. After every game, he has he gets an email or, or, or SMS, however he gets it, a video clip of the highlights from the game. And, the, and these highlights are put together by the vi video coordinating team. Um, and video coordinator, in case you're unfamiliar, that was the job that Gary Payne II was asking to fill before in that brief moment where he thought his NBA career was almost over. Uh, Eric Spolstra, I believe, started as a video coordinator as well uh, in his early days in the NBA. But last night, Steph decided instead of waiting to go home to watch these clips, watched it in the locker room, um, which is very unorthodox by his standards. Now, why he couldn't wait, I'm guessing the frustration of that Nuggets game played a huge part in it. Um, but regardless, that that's that was indicative of just how stressed he was, how concerned he, along with everyone else in the Warriors, was. And and again, that was before all the drama with Kaminga and you know him uh, voicing his displeasure. Uh, near the end of the show, we'll play sound from Steve Kerr. This That was uh, where he answered questions about that before the start of the game. I'll touch on that later on uh, just because it's not much relevancy for it now. The Warriors came out victorious in today's game against the Pistons. Interesting note as well. Oh, and I got the final box scores right now. So Stephen Curry in the fourth quarter, just really fast, uh, because that was the quarter where he really picked up his shot and, and really made a difference. Uh, Steph in the fourth quarter, three of five from the field. A perfect three for three from beyond the arc. Uh, he was also five to six from the free throw line. So he was getting to the line. Uh, he made, he was perfect in terms of three-point shooting. Um, and so if he was three for three, that means he started the game one for nine, finishing four, four of 12 uh, on the game for three-point shooting. Um, and he had 14 points in that fourth quarter. So Steph taking over, hanging on, and saving the day for the Golden State Warriors. Um, so kudos to him and kudos to the team. When I come back, uh, I'm going to read off to you the standings. Um, because Oh, and Jesse Gonzalez uh, with a report um, in our chat saying that Pajemski and Moses Moody will fill Chris Paul's 30 minutes per game. This according to Steve Kerr. If that's true. That's a huge relief because in, in just a moment, I'm going to explain who got some of the minutes for Chris Paul, who injured his hand. It was a freak thing where... I don't know if it was his, if his finger got snapped back. I, I got in an accident one time. Uh, I've broken a lot of bones in my body, including my, my, my skull one time. That was really crazy. I had cerebral fluid leaking into my ear. Uh, when my doctor saw that, he freaked out a little bit. And I had to get like the, the, the highest dosage, most powerful dosage of antibiotics because he was afraid that my brain was exposed and I could get a, a, a viral or bacterial infection in my brain. So I'm put on this crazy antibiotics. The point is, I've, I've broken a lot of bones in my body just from various endeavors, snowboarding, um, just being an idiot. And um, I, one of the one of the times I, I broke a bone was in a situation kind of similar to Chris Paul, where my finger got caught on someone else's shirt in the middle of a scuffle. I'm not proud to admit that part of it. And I look down and my finger is just pointed, whereas all my fingers, if you're watching the YouTube thing, are just, you know, straight. This one was pointing perpendicular to the rest, my ring finger right here. And I see that. And at first I thought maybe it was dislocated and I'm putting it back and it's just springing back out of place. And I'm thinking, okay, something's wrong here. It was just a complete split. My, my The bone of my finger just snapped in two. I don't think that level of, of, of extremity happened to Chris Paul tonight, but his finger or hand got caught in someone else's jersey. Um, and we don't have any details right now 
but uh, I am going to try to play some sound from from Steve Kerr if he did in fact talk about uh, those minutes um, that are going to be needed to be filled for Chris Paul for the immediate future. If it's true that it's Pajemski and Moses Moody, man, the good news just keeps coming in. Bravo, that's awesome. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about so much more. The standings are interesting uh, because again, as I mentioned in the in the cold open, the Golden State Warriors are not the only team having issues right now to start the season. Um, we'll talk about that and so much more. Got to give some love first to a sponsor that I wholeheartedly endorse, and that's LinkedIn. And the reason why I endorse it, I tell my students this, um, because when it comes to my college students, I, my concern, first and foremost, is, is making sure they're on the right path to success professionally and personally, but especially in the professional side, because that you have a lot more control over. And one piece of advice I give them routinely is to make sure that they are um, on LinkedIn. It's where all the recruiters are. It's, it's literally where the jobs are at. And not, it's not just for job seekers. This is also for job hunters, meaning if you actually own a business or if you're, not, if you're an entrepreneur, if you need help out there, LinkedIn jobs is the place to go because LinkedIn jobs knows that your success depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It, besides the fact that it's actually fun due to the, the, the social aspect of it, it's got a vast network of more than a billion professionals using it, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. And they also know the small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You are locked on Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Lockdown Podcast Network has a national show now. So literally any time of night or day, if you want 24-7 sports streaming on YouTube, Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Golden State Warriors. Oh, let me get my uh, proper setup here. I'm sorry for that. For the YouTube viewers, there we go. Look a little cleaner. Um, the Golden State Warriors, for a lot of this season, have not even been in the play-in. Now, the great news is they're not the only team that's struggling. And when you look at the standings, it, you, you have to ask yourself this. This must be a topic of discussion. Maybe not for now for this show, but when you're talking hoops, the, the value of the play-in tournament. The, the weight that that trophy carries. The Los Angeles Lakers won the in-season tournament. And since then, along with the team they played in the finals, the Indiana Pacers, they've been struggling. And the LA Lakers lost tonight to the Memphis Grizzlies. 
And in fact, I have this interesting uh, stat to read to you that in the fourth quarter of tonight's game, this is courtesy of Splash Bros Muse. Stephen Curry, I read his stats to you in the fourth quarter. 14 points, a perfect three for three from beyond the arc. He only had one turnover. And speaking of, of, of keeping stressing him out after yesterday's game, I almost forgot to mention that that brutal cross-court pass that was a, a costly turnover. Regardless, he had a fantastic fourth quarter tonight. Again, 14 points in a quarter is just exemplary. His counterpart in terms of all-time great discussions, in terms of the all-time greats for this period in our existence, LeBron James, his fourth quarter was six points. His fourth quarter was shooting two of four from the field, missing his two three-point attempts. He was 0 for 2 from beyond the arc. Skip Bayless is notorious for criticizing LeBron James' free throw shooting. LeBron went two for six from the free throw line tonight. 33% from three-point line, acceptable. 33% from the free throw line? Hell no. That is just a blight. And that is what LeBron James did. He was two for six from, from the charity stripe, had three turnovers. And if you look at the standings right now, and I'm going to read them to you, the Golden State Warriors are back in the play-in. They're now 10th in the Western Conference standings. They have officially leapt over the LA Lakers. They're a half game ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers. And despite the fact that the Golden State Warriors are a game below 500, their record, thanks to their win tonight over the Detroit Pistons, final score, by the way, I haven't mentioned that yet, 113 109 the golden state warriors are at 17 and 18 just a game behind the rockets for the nine seed they're just uh two games behind the phoenix suns for the eight seed and if you're looking even further than that the dallas mavericks are at the, the sixth seed currently and the warriors uh even though it's just a game that they picked up three and a half games back sounds a hell of a lot better than four and a half and they did pick up a game on the mavericks so, again, the, the sixth seed has to be an important, urgent goal. You don't want to be a play-in team, especially given how deep the Western Conference is. Anything could happen. I think all of you remember very vividly what happened in 2021 when the Warriors lost both to the, to the Lakers and to the Grizzlies. I don't think anyone wants to see the Warriors in that situation. You have to get at least a sixth seed. And if you get that sixth seed, anything could happen from there. We saw it just a year ago. The Warriors were sixth, and they beat the Sacramento Kings in seven games, which was awesome. So uh, that's where the Warriors stand right now. Again, incredible what just one day, what, what a difference a day makes. By the way, breaking news. I'm just seeing this right now. This sucks. And this is, again, I just described to you how I once shattered and broke my left hand and the ring finger. Uh, Chris Paul, courtesy of the Golden State Warriors, has fractured his left hand He's going to have surgery next week. Now, of all the players that the Warriors could have lost, of all the players that could have eased things in terms of a, a certain log jams at certain imaginary, fictional, social constructs that we call positions in the NBA, I don't know if Chris Paul was the one the Warriors wanted to lose the most. Yes, he's six feet tall. Yeah, he's 38, 39 years old. Uh, yeah, his shooting has been a bit sus this year. Sometimes he's on fire. Sometimes he's inconsistent. But to me, I'm watching Jonathan Kaminga and I'm watching Trace Jackson Davis develop their games. And a lot of that development, in my humble opinion, based on my observation skills, is because 
of Chris Paul. And I feel like he's doing more coaching and more developing than the actual coaching staff is doing. So to lose him to a fractured left hand and the fact that he has to have surgery, that sucks. Um, that also hurts his trade value. If that was going to be something they were considering doing. And, uh, geez, that's, that's just brutal. And Steve Kerr, uh, actually, we have some sound now. We're going to get to that. Steve Kerr uh, talked about the injury, which is, again, this is just bre- sort of breaking news, at least for me it is. Um, and why don't we listen to the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr, not talking about playing time for certain people, but rather talking about a brutal injury, a broken left hand or finger for Chris Paul. Here is uh, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr. Yeah, yeah, it's um, that's tough. Uh, I feel so bad for Chris. I know he's had um, a couple of hand surgeries before, I believe. Maybe I think it was on the other hand, but um, yeah, I saw him holding it and and uh, instantly was worried, and um, so just got the the word after walking off the floor. So I feel terrible for Chris, and obviously, um, guys will step up and be ready to play, and uh, we'll we'll get a. I've got to hold down the fort without him. Yeah, yeah. It's um... okay. Yeah. So there we go. Um, and again, that's brutal. And look, I, I, I think the as weird as this sounds, as um, I hope this is this, this doesn't come off as being cold hearted to immediately switch from an individual's health to talking about playing minutes. But I'm still waiting to see if there's sound pertaining to Kerr talking about where those minutes are going to go. But I really hope Corey Joseph does not become a player that gets minutes. Um, And there was some contention there tonight because Chris Paul, when he got injured, uh, opened up space for other players to play. And we saw two players fill those minutes for the most part. That was Corey Joseph and Moses Moody. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to see if there's any sound that's come down. Um. And yeah, Joe, I wholeheartedly agree with you, <laughs> Bill. Bill Zerkley saying Corey Joseph starting. Yeah, Corey Joseph is uh, he's going to be an all-star this year. Um, so Joe saying 30 minutes should go to Moses Moody and Brandon Pajemski. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, Andre FRBK writes that Chris Paul was leading the team in minutes tonight. I did not pay attention to that. If that's true, that's weird. Um, that's weird. Yeah, it's just, just Curtis point guards. He loves them. So uh, we'll talk more about that. That is breaking news. Um, You know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. The last time Chris Paul got injured, in all honesty, I didn't have one person approach me, communicate with me and say, wow, we really miss him. The Warriors. It's this has been this has been Chris Paul's impact on the on the Warriors this year. He's blended in. And that's a good thing. And that's a bad thing. It's good in the sense that he's not hurting the team. Uh, He doesn't stick out as a negative. But all those things can be flipped around. And you could also say, well, um, is he really helping the team? I mean, you know, the Warriors are still a game below 500. uh, So is he, you know, is he making that much of a difference? Probably not. But I'm seeing him help with the development of Kaminga and Trace Jackson Davis. And I personally think that's huge. So we'll talk about that. That's just brutal. Uh, Let's hope he recovers and comes back soon. Um, And we'll talk about where those minutes are going to go, because I'm hoping that Corey Joseph is not going to be the recipient of all those minutes that is not beneficial for the Golden State Warriors 
in my humble opinion. We'll talk about that in a lot more after I first give some love to Hungry Root, which is all about food, healthy food, delicious food coming right to your door. And if you're a bachelor like me or a bachelorette, whatever label you want to put on yourself, if you're single, sometimes the meal thing can be tricky. I mean, you're going out a lot, probably uh, certainly cooking for yourself can be a little mundane. Um, it, it can be a little boring. So for at least folks like myself, the idea of healthy, almost ready to go meals being delivered to your door is very appealing. Now, if you're a family individual, if you have a partner and or children, talk about making life easier. That's what Hunger Root can do for you. It takes take the they, they offer a, a fun short quiz so that they can get to know you, your goals, your appetite. They'll recommend recipes and groceries based on your tastes. Uh, you can take their suggestions or choose anything you want, and they go beyond just a weekly grocery haul. They have thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. The best part is Hunger Root follows a simple standard. It's got to taste good. It's got to be quick to make. And it's got to contain whole trusted ingredients. And right now, Hunger Root is offering Locked On NBA listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungerRoot.com slash LockedOn to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That sounds awesome. That's HungryRoot.com slash LockedOn. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Don't forget to use the link so they know we sent you. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. For the everydayers, we're going to be back soon. Uh, We're going to be off this weekend until Sunday night. When we're going to keep doing what we do all year, which is post-game action. The Golden State Warriors continue the homestand. They're going to take on the Toronto Raptors, a team that recently traded OG Ananobi, a team that, according to Sham Sharnia, will not be trading Pascal Siakam to the Sacramento Kings. Those trade discussions reportedly have withered, uh, and they're not going to um, happen, So, at least for now. So uh, I don't know if any of you folks out there want Pascal Siakam traded to the Warriors, but regarding the Kings, that's out of the discussion. And regardless, the Warriors and the Raptors face off Sunday, tip off at 5.30, and uh, and they come join us immediately uh, afterwards. Um, I'm going to play some sound. This is Steve Kerr talking about Moses Moody. And Moses Moody, I'm going to break his stats down in just a second. In terms of his brief uh, minutes that he played tonight, in my humble opinion, I know Jonathan Kaminga has gotten a lot of the attention in regards to his comments saying that he's lost faith in Kerr. He, he, you know, he wants minutes, deserves minutes. You know, if you've you've been watching him play, I don't think it's a, a reach to state that he's been the second best player on the Golden State Warriors this season at a young age of 21. Um, you know, the sky's the limit, you know, the the player that we see two years from now is probably going to look nothing like what we see now from Jonathan Kaminga. And that's a scary, exciting proposition, but Moses Moody has talent as well. Moses Moody was also a lottery pick in 2021, one of the deepest drafts in NBA history. 
And to see him getting DNPs in his third year, that's criminal to me. That, I mean, you know, and if I have time, I'm going to play uh, at least one soundbite from Kerr when he was addressing the Kaminga thing, which really just was obtuse and sounded out of touch. Uh, it was a comment about the fact that he played 15 years. And so in those in those 15 years, he was never satisfied with the amount of playing time he got. Coach, you were a role player. Okay, that that is a ridiculous comparison to make between yourself and Jonathan Kaminga, a player that if you're if in terms of a ceiling is Hall of Famer. And so I, I, you know, I, that's ridiculous. It's, it's asinine, but regardless, um, the Moses Moody part of this is also sad because this is a young individual who I really believe on most other teams would be getting consistent routine minutes yet on the golden state warriors. In case you forgot I, I can't remember if it was who the team was that the warriors are playing. It was either the Timberwolves or the Sacramento Kings. In case you folks forgot, he, he, Moody was playing late in the game. He goes on a heater. He was one of the only players providing offense. And then Kerr pulls him inexplicably, right? And then after the game, Kerr is contrite. He's remorseful. He apologizes and says he's not going to make that mistake again. Fast forward a month and Moody's getting DNPs. It's just part of the story this season. And I, 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 I don't support it. I Moses Moody should be playing. This is an individual that has a wingspan spanning over seven feet. He's a solid defender. Um, he hasn't reached his potential clearly offensively. Um, the guy might end up being just like a 15 points per game score, but that's not a bad thing either. Um, and he's a good dude. I, in my, From what I see, he has a high basketball IQ. And I really, truly hope that the Chris Paul minutes go to him and not to Corey Joseph. That would be criminal. And uh, so Steve Kerr talked about the fact that Chase Center tonight was in love with seeing Moody out there. The fans love this kid. This show loves this kid. I'm guessing most of you in the chat love this kid. I don't know why Steve Kerr doesn't love the kid. Who knows? Maybe things will turn around. Here is Steve Kerr talking about Moses Moody. More, uh, at the point. And uh, so... Uh... Probably brings uh, Moses also back into the rotation because you're, you're you're replacing 30 minutes from Chris. Uh, so we won't replace all those minutes with one guy. We'll probably spread them out. And, uh, but I'm excited to, to get Moses back out there. I thought he was great tonight. He brought a lot of energy. Um, great to hear the fans chanting his name. You know, he's a fan favorite for a reason. He, he, he plays hard and um, being out of the loop the last few games has been tough on him, but um, he always stays ready. So I'm, I'm excited to get him back in the All right. So that's encouraging. And I'm guessing that's, that's uh, what someone in the show earlier in the chat, I, I, my apologies for forgetting your name, um, but I'm guessing that's what you were referencing was that attribution right there. I'm sorry as well for the sound not being super loud. I hope you could hear that. Uh, hit the rewind button if you need to turn up your TV or your computer or your device, however you're watching this show or listening to this show. Um, but that is encouraging. Let's really hope uh, Kerr sticks to his word this time and plays the kid. Because, uh, again, I per I endorse him. I love him. I do believe that <clears throat> Moody and obviously to a greater extent Jonathan Kaminga represent the present and future of this team. Um, and, and I look, I have nothing against Corey Joseph, but it, it, how could you possibly justify playing Corey Joseph over Moses Moody? Um, and tonight... Corey Joseph did get more minutes. Corey Joseph played a, a total of 
eight minutes, 37 seconds. Moses Moody played five minutes, 35 seconds. And look, Moses Moody, again, he's not, first of all, he's been DNPing for like three, four games now. I don't have the number of games that he's been out in front of me, but um, so unlike Steve Kerr's excuse for not playing Kaminga last night, which was, and I kid you not, I kid you not, quote, he was sitting for a while or he'd been sitting for a while, unquote. Like that is a valid excuse for not playing a professional basketball player. Uh, Moses Moody, you could maybe make that excuse in terms of his rust because he literally has not played for three, four games because of these DNPs. And so, and again, Moody's not someone that you're going to look at the stat sheet to get a proper representation of his impact on a game. For example, tonight, he played five minutes. We get not a lot of time. Uh, and and he has one rebound to show for it. He, he put up one three-point shot, missed it, had two field goal attempts total. Uh, so, look, despite that, he didn't hurt. I don't think he hurt the team, at least not that much. He was a minus four in net rating, but a lot of players were negative. Uh, you know, Pajemski was a minus three. I don't think anyone's going to come out there and say, Brandon Pajemski hurt the Warriors tonight. So, that's a relief. That's a relief. <laughs> Joe, you're absolutely, you are on a... <laughs> You're on fire. Joe in her chat writes, quote, sky's blue, roses are red. That's why Kaminga can play. <laughs> oh, your comedy. All right. So anyways, uh, but so we'll be back at this Sunday night. The Golden State Warriors win there and, and and take some joy in the fact. Go into the weekend with this positivity. The Lakers suck right now. How how valuable, how worthless uh, or, or how much worth does that in-season tournament trophy really have? Like, no one's talking about that right now. They have that thing hanging up in the rafters. That is a joke. So absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Ken Mamba, everyone, your comedy in the chat tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back at this uh, Sunday. Um, Kylan, I have not figured out which two days she gonna, she's going to join me next week. But if you follow me on threads, I post all this stuff there. Um, and for those of you that are just, you know, insistent on the, on the Twitter side of things, threads is actually cool. It's come around. There's actually an NBA threads. Now the engagements there, I'm personally happy, uh, there and I'm, I'm posting all the same stuff just on that platform. And if you follow me, I try to follow back. So I want that place to grow. So yeah, have a great weekend. Happy Friday night, Dub Nation. That was a good win. A win's a win, right? And in the modern NBA where nearly every other team is damn good, you appreciate these things. You take it. Okay, you don't you don't just say, well, it was against the Pistons. No, you won a game. You're now the 10th seed in the Western Conference. That's a good thing. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye-bye!